Hello and welcome to An Artist Prepares. My name is Audie and this is my very, very first episode and I'm so excited for you listening. Today I sit down and I have a conversation with Carly Sullivan, who is a dear, dear friend of mine and we actually went to SCAD together. She just graduated last year and today we just tune in and we talk about having conversations with other people, showing up to other people. We talk about money, which no one does in this industry and we just connect with each other so i hope you enjoy this episode um and without any further ado let's get to it <sighs> uh i'm so, uh, the tech is running i'm so happy i'm so happy that you're here carly oh, i'm so happy to be here <laughs> how are you feeling how are you feeling tell me tell me honestly okay here's the thing and whenever somebody's like, how are you feeling? I'm like, honestly, really good. But it's because at that moment, I'm having human interaction and things are <laughs> happening and I'm talking to a human being. And I'm like, yeah, right now I feel great. Everything is perfect. But like, of course, everybody has their bad days. It's yeah. quarantine. We're just trying to make it through and find things that'll give us this exact feeling that I'm having now, even by myself and by ourselves as a general whole. Yeah, so, I love that. Yeah, like, I think, like, me too. Like, there's, <laughs> when I'm on the phone with people and people are like, how are you? And I'm like, you know what? I'm so great. I'm so excited because I'm <laughs> doing stuff. But then when no one reaches out to me, like, there are days where I'm just lying in bed and I'm like, I hate my life. I just want to sleep and I just want this day to be over, you know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> because there's that, like, annoying feeling of, Am I so angry because I'm just sitting here or am I angry because I feel like I need to be productive? And Oh, you have talk to go about that, that, please. Oh, <laughs> getting right into the juicy stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm just picking it all apart. Oh, I'm ready. It's just like a constant feeling of am I being too productive in quarantine? And I don't mean like I'm writing plays and singing all musicals and creating everything perfect like that's not what I mean by too productive but like every day you feel like I'm just supposed to feel content and happy and just try to figure out this entire situation so you tend to question yourself am I being way too hard on myself like I shouldn't be this productive or I shouldn't be in this mindset or the other half, which is more my half, am I being not productive enough? Am yeah. I, should I be writing the best play of all time? Should I be creating the most amazing musical ever? And it's like, I'm not really a writer anyway. So like those are <laughs> not even my skill sets anyway. But like, yeah, you get the point. <laughs> no, I, I feel that too, because there are so many people who are like, you've gotten all of this time that you'll never get ever, like, especially in our, like, in our fields of performing arts, it's always, mm -hmm. like, from one thing to the next one, and day jobs, and, like, money, and shows, and auditions, and all that stuff, and then yep. it gets so, it gets so busy, but now there's nothing going on, so I feel like everyone feels like, oh my god, I, I should be... 
I I should be fixing my rep book and my monologues ready, and I should I should be writing and creating content, and I I should be doing all of these yep. things, and we kind of forget that there's a freaking pandemic going on, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's just like so much is happening. We have to give ourselves like time, and of course, before all this happened, I know myself included, everyone was constantly being like. God, I wish there was more time in the day. I wish I could do things that make me happy instead of having to go to work all the time or school all the time and all these things that we felt weren't really giving us purpose were taking up all of our time. And now we have all the time in the world to do those things and we're all like, I don't want to do those things. <laughs> <laughs> and believe me, I feel that. Like, that's where I'm at. It's just like, I wish that I could be more grateful for all of this time but i also have to remind myself that i'm grateful i'm alive during yeah. this time that i'm okay and that i am in a space where i can be safe and happy and lucky you know yeah absolutely so not all of you listeners know this um the but me and carly we've started going to urban campfire with matt roden where yeah. i'm getting i'm getting to it already like good don't worry, don't worry. They haven't paid us to promote this. This, nope. is, this is just from us. But we 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 were at Urban Campfire um, yesterday, um, which is like a Zoom thing, like a virtual campfire. Um, we'll get into all of that later. But there was this artist who was performing, and she said that um, she had been so sick um, like a few weeks ago or something. And she was like, you know what? I'm just so grateful that I'm able to sing and that I can, like, walk and I can, like, get out of bed, you know? And I think that's something that we kind of forget about, that, like, people are actually sick right now. Um, and that the only thing we have to do is to, like, survive and help if we can, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, we don't need to, like, make a whole, like, the next Tony Award winning musical, you know? Exactly. And on that same note of like, realizing that there are people who are sick, there are people who are not getting the funds that they need to continue living and paying rent and all that. They're on the smaller side of it all. It's like, when you get sick, and it's just like a small cold or whatever, you forget how much you like, love breathing out of your nose. And then once yep. you get sick, you're like, oh, my God, I wish I could do that. That small thing that was so perfect <laughs> that I took for granted. <laughs> but then you become, like, incredible. You feel so much better afterwards because you're like, wow, life is new and everything is beautiful. <laughs> and it's almost like that's, that's really how you have to look at it right now. And I know that that's such a almost cliche way of looking at it, but it's like, you got to realize that even if you're not sick right now, we're all in a very weird time. And it's, yeah. and once we get out of this, we're going to feel like we can breathe from our nose again. And it's going <laughs> to feel incredible. And life is going to be new. In we're going to rip gonna off our face masks and we're going to be like, <laughs> hey, we're ready. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the world is back. You're going to feel like you can hug someone without Ugh. killing them or killing yourself. Yeah. Uh, oh god, I cannot wait to hug someone. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm such a hug person that it's literally like I miss physical contact. <laughs> just literally. in a friendly way. Not in a yes. romantic way, just in a friendly way. I miss 
hugging people that I care about. Me too. Exactly. Like that. Oh. I am such an extroverted, like, lovey human being. And recently I've learned that that's, that sometimes people take that the wrong way and I don't realize it until way too late where I'm like, oh my God, I love you. Like, I think I messaged you on Snapchat. I was like, I love and miss you. And like, I don't mean like I'm in love with everyone I say I love, but like I, I love them. You know what I mean? Like love yeah. is such a serious, real emotion. And oh, people yes. tend to think it just has to be like this romantic sexual thing. And it's like, no, like there are plenty of other loves <laughs> in the world. And I'm just like, oh, I cannot wait to get into the world and just love people again and be able to oh, hug them and show yes. them that they matter. Uh, oh, my God. My heart is like. Wow. Our hearts are just like exploding. <laughs> We're like, we miss love and hugs too much. <laughs> We're like five-year-olds. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so freaking true. Well, Carly, let's 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 talk about you. About um, me? Yeah. Let's, we've been talking a lot about love. I want to talk about you. So <laughs> for the listeners who don't know me or Carly, um, welcome. We're so glad that you joined our little conversation. Of course, um, hello. <laughs> but... When did we, did we meet when we were working on Dogfight or did I know you before that? I think we met during Dogfight or like the additions for Dogfight. Maybe? I think so. I'm not I th- sure. I, th- I think you're right. I, I feel like we probably definitely knew each other because Dogfight wasn't first quarter, right? It was second quarter. It was second. Of, so I th- yeah. Yeah. And that was your freshman year, right? That was my freshman year at Scott. Yeah. yeah. So I probably, like, we probably knew of each other or at least have seen each other first quarter. Because it's... We probably did, it's yeah. It's Like, y'all, everybody's, <laughs> Everyone's like, in a in sardine there. can. <laughs> We're all just attached at the hip. Uh, I miss that building so much. Like, it's Honestly, it's me too. Crazy. And I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the basement, this is for all you Kreitz people. Um, mm. The basement with the pianos where no one is... Like, late at night, just go there and just play. I just miss it so much. I miss my uh, best buddy, Sibelius, um, on the computers in Kreitz because that's <laughs> an expensive software. And as a composer, um, I don't like spending money on expensive software. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so. Also, to everyone out there that does go to SCAD, take the things that you get on those computers as much as you can do what you can with them because a girl misses having premiere pro for free i miss it talk so talk talk about that please <laughs> i like thankfully i do have friends that are doing like they need final cut and premiere pro and all that jazz for very specific situations in their life or their job and i would just need it to edit my reel or edit scenes and different stuff like that so it feels so unnecessary to be spending money on something that I literally need just to do one thing. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, cause like I'm already spending money on like getting all the different websites for acting and like having a, um, like yeah. a profile on them. So that way I can audition for things and put my name out there and get all that stuff together. But it's so like I'd rather spend money on that than on this one app that takes so much money for me to just do <laughs> one little thing. <laughs> like, 
God, I wish I still had that. And I remember doing YouTube for a little bit because I just had that at my fingertips and was like, oh, I'll just use this. I'll just edit little videos, have a good time. And it was a... Yeah, I think like I think like as as content because we are all like regardless if you're a filmmaker or an actor or whatever you do, we're all content creators, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and we all create content, whether it is to make a reel or to make like a funny video or whatever, um, or to create a podcast like I'm doing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think like there's so many tools that we have available to us that we take for granted. Like there's so many things in life we take for granted. And I think especially with like um, Adobe software and like regardless of um, if you're in college right now or not, if you're at SCAD or not, you probably can relate to having access to something and not realize how grateful you were for that access until you lost it Mm -hmm. or being grateful for a relationship or something else um and like i i personally do not know how i am gonna survive when i don't have adobe anymore and i need to pay for it out of my pocket Uh because premiere pro is my best friend like i'm literally i'm thinking about getting certified in premiere pro because i'm like i know this software and like scad offers like certifications so i was like maybe i'll just take it so I can be like a certified Premiere Pro user. Put that on your resume. <laughs> I know, right? Do anything so you can to put things on your resume. I have a friend who is studying um, musical theater BFA at Lynn University right now. And she just got certified personal trainer um, while she was doing her studies. And literally another friend called me yesterday. And she was like, I'm getting certified personal trainer who's also in a musical theater BFA. And it's like, I think a lot of people are just taking this opportunities to get certifications and experiences that are not like theater related, which mm-hmm. I actually think is really smart. I, before I graduated, I got my um, bartending license because yes. I was like, I need to get something that I can go out and be like, hey, look, I could do this thing. And it's really cool. And like, granted, there are plenty of other things that I want to also get certified for. But you feel so good in like the in like the logical mindset of it all that like yeah. we're artists. It's really it's really hard out there for us to get jobs and money and consistent money. It's yeah. not like you go and work at a store and you get money every week and you already, and you know what you're going to be making for us. It's just like, I have a job here and I'm going to make a bunch of money here. And then who knows when my next one comes. Yeah. So it's like when you finally get down to it, you just, you gotta, where was I, what was, where was I going with this? <laughs> you, you were talking about uh, money and like certifications oh, and yes, do what you can. Yeah. You want to feel like you have control over your life and you would be able to do whatever so that you can get that money. And it doesn't always have to be something creative. It could be, I mean, I feel like mixing drinks is pretty creative. But yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think about it I'm like, shit, should I have, have chosen something else that isn't <laughs> this? Because maybe that's also I mean, hard to get into. Which I it mean, is it's a problem. Well, it's also profitable, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, either way. But that's just it. Like, we're all trying to find some kind of way to feel like we're going to survive when we get out of here. (laughs) 
out of here. No. Like we're in jail, but we're in quarantine, but it's kind of <laughs> like jail, you know. And I think it's great for people to have like something to do too and like have a goal. And I think that's what a lot of people like about certifications is that they can like work towards something and then when you have it, you have it and then you can go out in the real world and do things around it. Yeah. And I think a lot of people go to New York or LA, some people go to Atlanta and like especially for starting out, you need to have a day job and you need to have a source of getting income and like regardless if you're an actor or a designer or anything else like you need to have a way to financially survive and I think that so many people it's getting better and better but so many yeah. people in the industry do not talk money which I don't like um yep they just avoid talking about money and avoid talking about how how actors in New York survive and how designers in New York survive and like I'm not saying that we should know what everyone makes. I'm just saying that it should be an easier way to figure out how you can survive auditioning at the same time as working and exactly. not want to just, yeah, stop all of it and just move again, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because, like, when you're working somewhere, when it's not an acting job and you're using that as your kind of, like, your survival money, you feel like you have a loyalty to them. So you don't want to just be like, hey, I have an audition today, bye, and not yeah. show up. So you're like, okay, now how do I navigate that? How do I say, okay, I can't work certain days, but I don't know what those days will be because I don't know when I'm going to get an audition. And yeah. they always say go to every single audition. And obviously, like, I feel the same way. It's just that when you're working somewhere for survival money, especially in New York, you need to make a lot of money to live in a small, small apartment. Like you got to make sure that you have the right funds for it. So yeah, do are there New York actors out there who end up saying, hey, I can't go to this audition because I have to make enough money for rent and I can't bank on definitely making this job so mm. that I can quit the other job that I'm doing right now to survive? Like, yeah. I would love to have that conversation instead of it just being like, oh, it's hard, but you'll figure it out. It's like, mm, So help. basically what we're saying, if you're an actor or a creative person <laughs> who lives in New York, help. you want to share how you survive, please, please send me a DM on Insta and then, and then we'll get you on the show. And me and Carly will come back and we'll um, ask you all the questions that we want to know. Oh, 100%. I will be here for that. <laughs> Because you, Carly, you um you finished SCAD with a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Performing Arts, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you finished in May or June last year in twenty nineteen. May, June, May, June. 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 I don't know. It's, it's like, like the second the... or third of June. So yeah. like, boom. So June, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you haven't even had a year out of college before this pandemic broke out. Um, yeah. So so you're really feeling. Um, I bet this changing landscape on knowing what's going to happen when you kind of don't know what's going on with your own career and life in yep. addition, right? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> wow, like, I just like decoded you. <laughs> <laughs> you analyzed me perfectly. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I, because before this pandemic started, I had been doing a serving job like as a waitress. Yeah. Um, and 
I was doing that so I could make enough money to move out because I moved back home to Boston with my family. Um, I've been trying to get acting jobs as much as I can. Um, I got one for the holidays, like during the entire Christmas season. So, like, I still at least somewhat before this broke out got to put a little bit more on my resume. Yeah. But... <laughs> like we were talking about it's so difficult to know when your next job is going to come so of course you move on from that and you're like okay now I need to find the next thing and it but I also felt like I need to stay at the serving job that I'm doing right now so I can make enough money to move out yeah um I've already been trying to plan like where I'm going who I'm going to be moving in with all that jazz and then this happened and I was like (laughs) oh okay (laughs) um put a halt on that and I mean I'm still trying to move when I planned on moving in the first place especially now that we're they're trying to help us out with money and stuff like that because I mean I still have bills to pay it's not like those just disappeared (laughs) (laughs) And as hard as it has been to feel productive, I think that thinking about what I'm going to do and where I'm going to go when this is over is definitely really helpful for, like, my organizing brain. I am a Mm -hmm. big planner. I really like things to be planned. But I don't like planning things in the present i like to plan things for like the far future (laughs) and you chose the field called like performing arts um (laughs) when you're such a planning freak wow (laughs) and that's just it like i plan for like the far off i'm like when it comes to planning i'm like ooh, this is what i really want to at some point happen okay that's cool yeah but i'm not the kind of planner who's like okay i need to know what's gonna happen this week what am I doing every day? What am I doing today? It's like, <laughs> abs- like no, no, my brain can't take that. I, I'm way, too, I'm way too like over. I don't know. It's like this really big passion of mine to just kind of take things as they come, because you never know what's gonna come up in that day. Like you asked me to do this yesterday, and I was like, uh, yeah, I know. Sure. <laughs> like last night, I was like, hey. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god, yes. Like, one, I love doing podcasts. Two, I love you. And three, I love having good conversations with a human being who has a soul. (laughs) Oh, speak that. Speak that. No, I'm also like, one of the reasons that I'm doing this podcast is basically, this is going to sound really bad. Don't follow my example. But it's an excuse for me to have conversations with people that I like good conversations with people that I don't usually get to talk to. Yeah. And like we haven't like talked talked like mm-hmm. basically since you left. Oh God, my heart. We like we haven't it's I love us going to Urban Campfire together because yeah. I will I will be on the gallery view um when people are performing and I will just find you and then I will just look at you also watching it and then I'm gonna <laughs> and then I'm gonna be like, Oh my god, we're like we're like together and we're like experiencing a thing together. 
Um, which is basically what I love about theater is that there's a bunch of people who are in the same space mm -hmm. and watching something together. And we don't necessarily talk to each other, to each other. Like the two of us, we don't talk yeah. except for we text like here and there. Yeah. But it feels like we've been sitting next to each other for two hours because we just, and we've like developed our bond because we just did a thing together, you know, exactly. even though it's virtual. Which I love. Oh. It's so, oh my God, it's so good. And adding those like little, we do like little private rooms for those of you who don't know, like fully understand Urban Campfire at this point. But um, we go into little private rooms and talk with like two to three people and just meet new people. It, fi like, it feels like this like final connection that you just really <laughs> needed. Yep. <laughs> and you yeah. just, you're just like, wow. There are so many good people in this world <laughs> oh, that have that. Yeah. so much to say and so much to feel. And it's just so beautiful to watch people have emotions because in this day and age, I feel like so many people feel like they're not allowed to feel certain things because mm. it'll stop them in their progress or in their way of life or they won't be productive enough if they have emotions. And it's just like, I don't yep. see it, but... There's plenty of people that, I mean, that I've met personally that would be like, I can't be in a relationship because X, Y, and Z, or it's because they're working and they're like, I need to focus on only productive things that'll move me forward in life and not within my actual soul. It's like, I feel like you should be balancing those things where you feel productive in like more of like a economic sense yeah. but also feeling productive within your actual self and for your soul like the things that make you feel really good and I know that that's something like creative people say all the time we're always like <laughs> pushing this fact of like oh my god you just gotta feed your soul feed your inner creative human who tells you that everything is gonna be all right and the world is this beautiful magical rainbow and like yeah do that it's it feels great <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I understand that those who aren't like creatives hear that and they're just like, okay, whatever. Like you guys are in your own little hippy dippy world. <laughs> That's <And> us. Hello. <laughs> I were in that world. But like those who aren't in that world, you should also be feeding yourself like your inner soul, like something that makes you feel good. It doesn't mean you have to go do a show or write a book or draw something or paint something it could truly just mean that maybe something that you really like is math and you're like I just want to be better at it and you go and just buy like little one of those um math books like Barnes and Noble or something and just oh my god yes do math I love doing those <laughs> yo that <laughs> when I was at, when I was a child yeah I did those books my mom <laughs> would bring them from the U.S. because we didn't have them in Norway <laughs> Yeah, I, I was all over those books. I love them. They're I felt so, so good. special. But yeah. like if that's what makes you happy, like you're more than welcome to feed your soul with that. Like it doesn't have to be something hippy dippy or whatever. That's just something that a lot of us creatives feel and I think it's because we tend to feel more emotion. We tend to fall in the path of if I don't feel these emotions, I won't be able to put that in my work. Yeah. And that's what we live for. We live to show people that we all feel the same things and that it's okay to feel those things. 
Yes. Oh my God. I, I literally just had like a, wow, like a realization <laughs> moment when you just said those words. I was just like, whoa, like speak that. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that's so true. And I think so many people when, um, be, because no matter what kind of content that, that is around us and that we create that's kind of like one of the goals and one of the outcomes of all of that content Mm -hmm. and when people are suddenly forced to close their doors and spend time with themselves when they're not used Uh to a lot of stuff can come up and a lot of emotions can come up and even like for us for everyone not only for people who um like are not do not do um like theater or creative stuff um, as their, um, wow, I can't talk, um, (laughs) as their career, but for everyone, like we need to deal with those emotions that are called ourselves because we can't just go out on the bar when we don't like ourselves or we can't just like feed ourselves, I don't know, um, five muffins or whatever. Like, yeah, we need to deal with ourselves. And I think that's a lot of that's something that a lot of people have struggled with um just suddenly being forced into a room with yourself and having to deal with yourself and i think that's something that we're all working on exactly Um, and it's a good thing like those of you who don't normally feel those feelings that are bubbling up right now it is 100 percent okay to feel those emotions right now try not to feel them all at once because that will break your brain (laughs) believe me We've all tried that. It hurts. <laughs> but, like, if yeah. you've got to cry... Like, I cried last night for no reason. I was just watching TikToks, and this lady said something real nice, and I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok really be playing with my emotions, though. <laughs> literally. You're not wrong. Um, no, I think that's so true. Like, literally, um, a lot of people see me as a very positive and outgoing person and that nothing is ever wrong with my life honey it's not true Um, (laughs) so like I just want to say like I didn't cry yesterday it was two days ago I just felt like so out of it and I felt so defeated and I was just like done I was just like I don't know how to move on right now like I don't know what to do with myself and I literally like went to bed at like 9 p.m. or whatever like super early because I was just like you know what if I just stay up I'm just gonna think about all these things and Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna embrace my feelings and I'm just gonna sleep and then I woke up the next day and I was like so able to clearly think out the situation and think up my next steps and I didn't feel that like overwhelmingness or like wanting to escape or cry or whatever yeah but I allowed that feeling to be there and I said hi to myself I (laughs) wow hello this is so cliche oh my god but I said hi this is what I'm feeling and I see that feeling and I'm allowing it to exist and then I'm letting it go. Mm-hmm. But you can't let it go when you're not allowing it to exist in you, you know? It, exactly. I think that's what I'm going through right now is that I've heard that I don't really listen to a lot of like the astrological things and like all that jazz. But yeah. there's apparently some moon or something that's going on right now that like oh, that's puts right. us all in the yeah. past. We're, we're all like stuck in the past. And 
I read my own tarot cards. I also really love reading tarot cards. So if yeah. you want a reading, let me know. I do it for free. It's real fun oh, for me. Yes. <laughs> but I was reading my tarot cards probably, I think it was last week. And it was exactly what I needed to hear. It was like having a best friend yell at me or hit me over the head and be like, what the hell are you doing? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was telling me that I am stuck in the past. My thoughts yeah. are just cumulate like constantly coming into this messy cloud of you're still angry about all these things that have already happened and all those other people have moved on and you haven't granted i don't actually know if those people have moved on like maybe they have maybe they haven't but like i am too stuck in thinking about problems from the past that -hmm. it's keeping me there yeah and it was telling me to move on, stop looking for an answer for those things and just realize that they are where they are and what happened happened. And your emotions are valid. They were valid then and they're valid now, but you don't have to continue feeling that anger or that sadness because Mm. there's some kind of beautiful light in the future. You just need to keep following your path and move forward so that you can see that beautiful waterfall of happiness at the end of the rainbow. Gonna be real cliche with that shit right there. But, and the idea still stands that you gotta get out of the past. Like, the thought processes that we are being put in right now, I know that there are plenty of people out there who, um, for those of you in college, a lot of you went home. Like, a lot of them have gone Mm, back home. They feel like they're back in high school because... Yep. They're in their childhood home and they're still doing like schoolwork and they're with their parents and not everybody has like a great relationship with their parents. That can be really hard and they were probably really excited to move out and do something on their own and now they don't have that option anymore or that luxury. And although this seems so dark right now, like I, I know that I'm one person, but I promise I promise it will be better and everyone's going to come out stronger from it. Like we're all going to have learned something and have finally all been with ourselves. I'm hoping that this is like the push forward for everyone to finally be like, I know who I am and I know what I want. Yes. You know? And Or at least know what direction you're moving in. Like you don't yeah. need to know it for sure, but being like, whoa. Like, I learned a little bit more about myself and who I am and what I want to do. So when we get back to normal life and we start getting all those people in that media and everything telling us what to do, we can be like, hey, wait a minute. I know what I want to do. So I'm just going to do what I want to do instead of listening to everyone else and get confused. Exactly. Or cut those toxic people out that you realize, oh, wait, that's not what I need in my life or... Yes, cut those toxic... I just mm want to say that. (laughs) This is your chance to completely cut them out of your life because you decide who you talk to Mm -hmm. right now because you can just turn off your computer and not take that phone call. So you decide your relationships. Tell it to them, baby. (laughs) We're like dancing right now. You can't see. But Carly did a wonderful dance and I'm living for it. (laughs) Here, we'll give you guys five seconds to go and... Text that person that you're not talking to them anymore. Yeah. Also, if you okay. haven't already, just like 
Just like note the timestamps and like save the time from like five minutes ago. And whenever you're feeling like defeated, just listen to Carly do that those last five minutes <laughs> because it literally it made my day. <laughs> my heart. Oh my god. Oh, you make me so happy. I'm getting red because oh, I'm smiling. You make so much. me happy, Carly. <laughs> there is just we're not like people are not talking about this enough. Um, oh no. Like, about being humans like people mm-hmm. kind of forget that we're humans and we have feelings and we we have stuff we need to talk about and um that's also w- why I <laughs> started this podcast because I want to be like I just wanted to talk to people and be like hey these are the conversations that we should be having <laughs> you exactly. know exactly instead of being like yeah instead of being like i i get that uh conversations about like when is broadway gonna come back and like what is gonna happen with the economy and like i get that those questions are important but in the end we're human beings and we have human needs and if there's Mm -hmm. one time in like the last 10 years where we should really dive into that it's right now 100 percent there's a YouTuber who, um, I don't know, do you know Anthony Padilla? No, I don't. Oh, he's absolutely Maybe I lovely. have to write, write him down and follow Please him. Please do. Please do. He, um, his main series that he does is I Spent a Day With, and he just spends a day with, like, a very small group of um, people, like, different kinds of minorities or people who've been through different health that. things and all that, and just asks, asks them questions and finds out more about them and like how whatever they're going through works and um he recently did a um an episode about those who are afraid to go outside or um afraid of yeah um i for i know it starts with a and ends with phobia but i don't remember the word and i'm so sorry to those who do have that condition um but, They'll be fine. They'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, because they're afraid to go outside, that they're, or not, it's not just like afraid to go outside. It's much more than that. It's a, it, he and they explain it way better than I can, the actual fear and yeah. how it all works. But it's so beautiful to watch these people who felt like they didn't have a voice or a platform speak about what is going on. And a lot of them, for their fears and their situation, cannot work. And our society has put so much value in how much you contribute work-wise, how much money Mm. you make, how much you contribute to your household in a monetary sense. And that sucks. Like, that is not a good feeling, especially if you literally cannot, for mental reasons, physical reasons, any reason, if you cannot go out and work and all the value that you're supposed to have is based on that, then you feel like you're invaluable in your own life and in this world that we've all been living in for so long. And Watching somebody say that hurt me so much because obviously we don't feel that way. We don't feel like your value is only worth how much money you make or your value is only worth on how much you work in a day. Mm. 
we tend to feel that the value comes from who you are as a person, your personality, your heart, what you want to give emotionally and physically to the world in something that is way more important than money. And I think that that's something we all need to focus on now is although everyone is constantly asking about the economy and when things are going to start getting back up so that way they can buy stuff or shop or sell or do all that. It's like, let's reel it in and realize that your value doesn't have to be put on that, that your thoughts don't have to be only that, that you can have emotions and feelings and just be a human being without all this stress and worry about paychecks and monetary value. Yeah, I think I think especially in in a society and especially a, I can say this because I'm Norwegian and <laughs> I lived in other countries, but especially mm-hmm. in a country like like the United States, it's they put such importance on monetary value and how you contribute to the economy. Mm-hmm. I just think that we as human beings have a responsibility to help out those who need help, mm-hmm. regardless of what form it is, regardless if it is monetary or not monetary. Um, it's It can just be about physical contact and texting that person that you know lives in a studio in um, New York and can't get anywhere or texting those people where you think they might feel lonely um, based on where they're at right now. And yeah. just creating human contact for other people and telling people like, hey, I care about you. I hope you're doing okay. I would love to talk. Mm-hmm. You know? We and need I think more that's, of that. Oh, more time yeah. to vent and explain yourself and feel like you're being heard. And it, I think so many people and I'm definitely a like a someone who accidentally takes part in this but people will tend to just explode and just tell their own things and just talk about themselves a little bit too much and not listen to the other person and I think that also comes from the fact that they feel so unheard I mean personally I tend to do that when I'm feeling like I'm just not being heard by anybody. Yeah. And it's so much harder to have a one-on-one conversation with somebody when you're like, I want to hear what you have to say, but no one is listening to what I have to say or nobody shares the same opinions as I do. So I just want to get all this out. And I'm hoping, especially like what you're doing right now, like this is so incredibly helpful for those people who tend to feel like they're not being listened to or that they don't have similar opinions as people because they can hear that there are other people out there who have such a huge heart and that have a connection to this world that want to give it some more meaning than what the small bit of society has created. Um, But it tends to feel like we all can't move forward without feeling like we're heard and that's not always the case but Mm. as long as you find those people that you can just text and be like hey even if you don't text them a lot but or at all and maybe you're like wait this person I remember having such a good conversation with them I'm gonna text them 
ask them if they just want to like have a one-on-one conversation and you can FaceTime them because I feel like that's way better than just being on a phone call. Cause when you're on a phone yes. call, you feel like you can do other things. You feel like you can multitask. And when you're FaceTiming somebody or zoom calling them, you feel like you cannot do other things. You feel like you're, you're here. This is the situation yeah. and this is your present. I have a blow up of Carly right in front of me. So I'm not going to be on my phone or like go (laughs) everywhere, anywhere else right now. Like I'm here. Exactly. Like this is the moment that you are present in. And I think that that's also something we all need to really hone down on is just being present in the, this moment. Yeah. Instead of feeling like you have to do all these other things. And I know that it can tend to be a habit or more of like an addiction because there are times where like my brain's just like, no, there's usually so much going on in there. You can't do this one thing. You have to do multiple things at once. So your brain feels like you're back in the normal state of things. It's like, no, you can take a step back. You can breathe a little bit. You can take that space, but that's a lot of work. It's really hard to feel really good about doing one thing or being by yourself. Yeah. Wow, that's I I literally could just listen to you talk, Carly, <laughs> for like the entire day. Oh my like God. I feel like I could just sit here and I could listen to like a um like twenty four hour long podcast where you just go. You should have a live stream. You should have a live stream where you just talk about life. Oh my God, this is what I want to do. Okay, <laughs> I'm 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 putting this out into the world now, mm-hmm. so this idea exists. So if any of my followers want to force me to do this, they now can. Um, I've been thinking about two things. I've been thinking about creating just like a live stream where I go live like once a week and people can just hop on the live stream. You know how you can request to be on it. And then we just talk and then we just talk and then we talk to another person after that. And then. We just have a conversation for whoever's watching and we're just sharing a present moment together, you know? I love that. I love that. It's such deeply. a basic thing though. It's like such oh, an yeah. easy basic thing, but it's but we like need something that. that we don't do, you know? We need that like human interaction right now. Like that it, this is the perfect time for that. That's kind of something that I've been thinking about doing, like in a creative sense. Like I have a Twitch channel. I have literally streamed once on it and played one video game on it. <laughs> but like I you can do more than just playing video games on Twitch. Like I was like I wonder how fun and kind of necessary it would be to just chat, to talk with people and see what they say. Of course, the only problem is is like you need like a following for that or like some kind of or somebody to show up so you can talk to them and say things and yeah. have like some kind of rapport. Um, but I think that that's just a basic need that people need right now. That's why people, I mean, like I've been watching a lot of Twitch streams right now because I'm like, I just, I need something to do that's yeah. different than what is on TV because a lot of shows are starting to stop because they're like, okay, we don't have anything else because of the coronavirus. We haven't <laughs> made anything else. So, uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, but we're all looking for some kind of entertainment. But I think that people are starting to realize that the entertainment they need is like real human interaction and not something mm. that like is fabricated. I'm not saying that like, obviously I'm an actor, like I love movies and TV shows and I think yeah. that they're necessary, but you're not talking to that person. You're talking to a character that was made that that person is now portraying. 
And as much as we don't want to admit it, it's different. It's different than talking to a real live person or watching a real live person speak or make mistakes. Like, there are plenty of people on Twitch who say the wrong things, and you're like, okay, well, watch that. A little <laughs> probably yeah. walk away from this. <laughs> but you just need a human. You need real, real social interaction that's something that's way more genuine than just I'm sitting here watching something happen rather than being a part of it. Yeah. Oh my god. I love that. <laughs> um Carly Sullivan, what a freaking queen. Uh, Adi. I am so insanely grateful that you joined me on Urban Campfire, first oh, yeah. of all, of because um, I don't know if I would have been like so like courageous like last night and just been like, hey, I'm starting my podcast tomorrow. Come <laughs> on it, please. Um, if it wasn't for that. And, and I'm, I'm so ex- like, I'm so, so grateful that I met you and that I got to work with you on Dogfight at SCAD and that we're still some kind of in touch, yeah. like regardless of what format it is. And I just love hearing you talk and, oh, oh, oh I needed this me, so much. So I needed this so much. <laughs> I feel like I'm turning into Matt Roden, by the way. I'm like, oh. oh yeah. You're like, yes, family, my tribe. Family, my tribe. Um, oh, what a man. So, Carly, where can people find you on those social medias if they want to see more of what uh, you're up yes. to? So, um, Instagram and Twitter, I am at underscore Y Carly. It's like iCarly with the Y and the I switched. Fun and interesting. And if people are interested in me doing like, talks and chats and stuff on twitch i would love to continue doing like i would love to do that um you can find me at twit on twitch at why carly too like yeah so let her know that she should do it because i would i would show up to that (laughs) i would do that yes i'm doing a podcast now you gotta do your thing (laughs) oh my god i would love that like it's Uh, been so hard to be creative and i had told you this i am recently recovering from a concussion So when I was in the mood and like finally ready to be super creative, I had all these ideas. I, I was ready to like create content and then I got a concussion. I was like, oh my God, I literally can't look at a TV. Mm. I can't do this. I can't do that. I have to be in a dark room for like ever and just sit there. And now I'm getting better. I'm feeling a lot better. Obviously I'm on a computer right now. (laughs) But I'm so ready to be creative and create content. I'm just so ready. (laughs) And and how are you creating content right now? What are you doing? Um, Like, so well, currently, like what I have been doing, just because I need to like relax my brain, is like I have this. I'm showing you, Audie, but for everybody at home, it's like a coloring book. Like just like doing like fun little. It's just it's an intricate coloring book. I love it. It makes my soul so happy because I feel like. I'm doing something creative and I just love playing with colors. Yeah. Even though all I wear is black and like some white. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I did a painting. You told me to have things ready. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's such a pretty painting. I'm not good at painting, but I'm not bad at it. So like, I like doing it. I'm just, I can't do like super intricate stuff. It's just a waterfall with like some rocks and grass and clouds. The clouds were fun to do. I'll be honest. But, um, other than that, what I wanted to create before this was yeah. um, I was trying to utilize TikTok. I know that like, oh, 
that's such a yep. it's it's great and it's bad all at the same yep. time and everyone has different opinions on it but it's finally something where i feel like i can create something really fun and interesting and it can be a whole minute um and i was thinking using my improv roots to do um improvised monologues have people like send in like an emotion or like just a word and then I do an entire monologue on just whatever that springs inside my head that is so cool thank you it's that's that's such interesting I haven't seen anyone do that exactly and that's what I was like I gotta do this (laughs) like when we're talking about TikTok one of the things that I think is great about the platform is that it's so easy to create content fast Mm mm-hmm with the utilization of music and you can duet things and you can use people's sounds. It's such an easy interface that it's easy to create content. So you don't need to have Premiere Pro and all of those softwares, you know, to do stuff. You can just do it on your phone, which I think is so good. And it's, it's perfect for right now. Like we all have this like necessity to be creative, but we also don't have money to spend on stuff. So yeah. we're finally able to do that thing. And um, I'm just really excited to start actually doing that and putting that out there. And I'm also kind of tapping into the world of improvising music over other sounds. So like um, Ooh. what I've been doing is finding karaoke tracks for songs that I don't know and just creating a song through like with it. Yeah. And boy, is that so cool. Like I was in the shower one day and I just put on like some karaoke tracks of things and just started making some music. And I was like, wow, this is actually really fun. I just can't write music. So I. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. S- send me send me your recordings over to me. I'll get on my finale or Sibelius or whatever I'm using right now. And then oh I'll just. God plop it up yeah no i think that's you're talking about you don't have to be productive or do anything and here you are with all your ideas see here's the thing i don't feel like i'm being productive like and there i forget who said this but they had they they had this quote where we tend to do less when we talk about what we want to do And I get nervous that I tend to fall in that situation where like, oh, yeah, this is what I really want to do. And then you feel like you've accomplished the thing you want to do because you got the reaction you wanted when you told somebody about it instead of putting it out there and also seeing what kinds of reactions you get from it being created. There are plenty like I just told you that I wanted to do like an improvised improvised monologues and stuff like that on TikTok. And it feels really good to get that out there and tell people that that's what I want to do. And I am like definitely a kind of person who has done it in the past where I'd be like, oh, this is something I really want to do. And everybody's like, oh my God, I love that idea. And you're like, okay, great. Then I did it because you said it was great and that's it. Um, And that's why I don't feel productive is because I tend to talk about these things a lot but then I don't do them. And granted, I didn't do it because I got a concussion. But I'm like hitting myself over over the head. Not literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm hitting myself and I'm just like, maybe you force this concussion to happen so that way you didn't actually have to do the thing that you've been talking about doing. And it's like, 
Carly, stop beating yourself up about it. it yeah. Like, with anything, all of you, like whoever's listening, like you don't have to beat yourself up about not doing something right away. Like you can take the time to kind of flesh it out and make sure that it's what you want it to be, but also don't spend too much time on it that you're like, well, now I hate it because I put what, I just overanalyze the thing that I really like to do. What I think is so important that we keep forgetting is that nothing is perfect. Mm. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. And especially in a time like this, like, like with our limited resources, like nothing's going to be like, nothing's going to be like studio quality, like anywhere because, because the studios are closed, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And like the, the economy is not up and going, you know? So like, (laughs) I think it's so important to take that pressure off of everyone that things need to be perfect in order for you to put it out in the world. Yes. Give yourself a break. And I, I was, I've been researching how to create a podcast and all that stuff for the past (laughs) few weeks. This has been in the making. And what someone said is that if you go back and you listen to your first podcast episodes and that doesn't make you cringe, it means (laughs) this is my first episode. So this is kind of funny. (laughs) It means that you waited too long. Um, so you just got to start doing it, like whatever you want to do, yeah. and not worry about the content and not worry about going viral. Oh, with TikTok yes. and everything, not worry about going viral. Just create content that you like and that you think is good. And then people who are like-minded will find your content and mm-hmm. they will appreciate it. You don't need 50 million views. Because those are going to see your video or whatever you made once. And then they're never going to see anything more of you. They're never going to know who you are as an artist. So create content that you believe in. And you will find the people who will follow your content and you as a person. Um, That's so beautiful. It's such an incredible way to look at it. Oh, my God. I love having conversations That's also... Oh, now I'm getting, I was going to stop this like 20 <laughs> minutes ago, but we're just going to keep going. Just I'm just going to edit this, whatever. Um, but I think, let me, wait, I need to word this. Um, when I was creating this podcast, I've been thinking about it for weeks. I put it out in the world by posting on my Instagram stories being like, hey, I have these two ideas, two different niches. I don't know what I don't know which one to do and what I figured out I figured out two things. The first thing I figured out is that a lot of people were so interested in one in the idea of me creating a podcast that I did not know about because I did not talk to anyone about it mm-hmm. and I didn't realize there was a demand for more content because I feel like it's so much content especially in the podcast world yeah. today. And the second thing I figured out is that I don't need to have a niche. I don't need to only do super deep inspirational episodes or only do like silly like talking about college life and all that stuff. Yeah. I can create whatever content is truthful for me and the listeners that are listening to it right now, if they like that content, they're going to keep listening like i'm not necessarily gonna go viral i'm not looking to go viral with the content i create whether it's podcast or music or theater i'm looking for people who are gonna see the content and they're gonna be like wow 
that really reflects with me. That really sits with me. And then start a community and start a conversation that way through the work that I create. Because I'm not creating theater because it's fun to be on a stage or it's fun to sing like Santa Fe from Newsies, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing it to create, create a community and inspire people. And I think theater and music is such a powerful way to do so. So that yeah. is just my preferred ways of creating those communities and connections. Ugh. Absolutely incredible. Like, if we're being honest, that's ex- I wish that you had like an other because I answered all these questions that you had on your Instagram. I was like, yep, yes, ooh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. That one. Um, but I think that this is perfect for you, for you to just be the human being that you are and have conversations with people because you bring out so much good in people, whether you know it or not. When you like have conversations. Stop it. when you have conversations with people you truly do make them feel comfortable and you make them feel like they can just express themselves even if they don't have the same opinion as you or the same views on certain things they feel comfortable enough to tell you what they're thinking or what they're feeling because they know you're not going to be like oh well now i hate you they know that you're going to be like well okay cool that's how you look at things this is how i look at things let's analyze let's talk about it let's have a conversation and I think that that's what the world needs is a conversation. Yeah. A way to hear that everybody can be connected even if we have different views on things, you know? Yeah. Wow. We need we need conversations. That's literally what the summary of this entire episode has been. We need <laughs> conversations. There's the title yeah. of, the com- of the podcast. We need conversations. We need conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you so, so much for being here, Carly. Like I said, I appreciate you so much. And, um, if you want to keep the conversation going, whoever's listening, um, my Instagram is at Adi Litlebo. It's in the show episode description, whatever it's called. Carly's Instagram is also going to be there. And, um, yeah, we just want to create community, you know, so don't be afraid to, um, reach out to me at least because I'd love to connect you know yes that's what i like doing you're loved everybody is loved they got you oh, love that community okay. of thank happiness you. and love love that <laughs> thank you carly thank you